Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hello and welcome to Born Yesterday, a new podcast experiment in which I, Alexander Bennett and Andy Barr Hello, I'm here have been cloning ourselves and those clones have had 24 hours to learn three things Three things, three things about the world yeah. Three things that exist yes. in the world or pertain to the world. And we have invited two guest comedians. Alexander, what are those two guest comedians here to do? Uh, those two guest comedians, which in this instance are the brilliant Ahir Shah and Lulu Popplewell, they have to use the three things that the clones know about to explain a whole range of other things. A myriad. A myriad of other things. Yes. So they have to explain those things. Building on the limited knowledge that they already have. The three things that the clones know about in this part of the experiment are mariachi bands, King Herod, and the Teletubbies. Which I think uh, that you will agree is pretty much all that is required. Absolutely. You put a boy out into the world, you send him out there, you say, here's the things, the mariachi band, King Herod, Teletubbies. That lad's prepared to go, ready to go. Make his fortune. Did you, um, speaking of Herod, did you uh, play any part in the nativity story when you were a child, Andy? I um, had parts in two uh, end-of-year uh, plays mm. at uh, primary school. I was a camel. Smashing. In um, in uh, the, uh, the sort of Christian nativity story mm. in year five. And in year six, I played a monk. In a sort of Robin Hood thing, um, mm. my chief memory of that is in rehearsals. Tim Burrows fainted. <laughs> uh, excitement, exhaustion, fear. He was unclear. Okay, I think possibly fear, but he was also one of the cooler lads. Um, so one would have presumed 
that he wouldn't have experienced fear and faced up to everything as a 10 or 11-year-old boy with a, <laughs> a real um, a real gumption and, uh, and bravery. So I was never in school in any kind of staged production of the nativity story, speaking of King Herod. Um, but I was, uh, as a late teenager, in a production of Jesus Christ Superstar. The train? That's not in that Starlight Express. (laughs) (laughs) Easily confused. Easily confused. Jesus Christ Superstar and the Starlight Express. Jesus the train comes (laughs) skating onto the ice. Or whatever goes on in any of those productions. I don't know. I hate Andrew Lloyd Webber, and I would shoot him if I had the chance. <laughs> I was in, I was in a rare production. Were you the train? <laughs> Starlight Express. Um, I was the train with a gun. We didn't really have the space in our school to have the train. To have the train, <laughs> so we chose to do Jesus Christ Superstar instead. But upon doing that, well, I mean, it seems like sacrilege to cut the train out. Yeah, you can't do you can't do Starlight Express without the train. Or Jesus Christ Superstar without the train, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> no, that's what Pilot was. Yeah, yeah, Pontius Pilot, the train. Yeah, the big train comes through. Yeah. yeah. Um. My favourite bit of uh, Jesus Christ Superstar is when the Roman guards uh, ask the train uh, if they know where Jesus is, uh, and the train denies it three times. Yeah, he poops his horn. Yeah, he poops his horn. Poops his fucking horn, then ploughs through the Garden of Gethsemane. (laughs) (laughs) It's the best bit of the train in Jesus Christ Superstar. I love it in uh, Cats Mm. when they're doing their dance on the railroad. The railroad cat. I can't remember his fucking name. Uh, no, neither can I. Uh, Scribbleshanks? Oh, yeah, that might be it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, nobody needs to remember it. It gets iced by the train with a <laughs> It just gets yeah. ploughed through yeah. by the train. One of their um, works is... Uh, well, my Moore, favourite bit of Phantom of the Opera uh, is when uh, the, uh, the Phantom causes a problem in the theatre and a train actually... Uh, falls down onto the audience. Bursts from the royal box. Yeah. Plays <laughs> yeah. down onto the uh, unsuspecting punters below. Yeah. I mean, it does make staging quite difficult for amateur productions. Yeah. But listen, if the, the show's nothing without the train. No. The train makes it. The train makes the it. The train makes it. train makes it. Yeah. And the best bit of Love Never Dies is... Uh, which what the, the fuck is that? It's the sequel to the Phantom of is the it? Opera. Yes, and it's set in a carnival. Yeah. And uh, Love gets killed by the train. <laughs> it's an intercity. Yeah. Yeah. My favourite part of Jerusalem is when uh, a fucking um, Rylance's character gets fucking iced by a train. <laughs> My favourite part of Sarah Kane's blaster is when all of the characters uh, admit that they hate the war in Kosovo or whatever the fuck is going on, and then three trains come from every direction, <laughs> smash in the middle. There's with... a famous bit in Evita uh, where uh, yeah. <laughs> a train descends on Evita. 
She's just she's going up stage. Yeah. <laughs> falls out of the... It actually whacks her into the audience. <laughs> amazing bit of staging. Yeah. Yeah. And then falls into the pit itself. You know the mousetrap? Yeah. The train did it. <laughs> <laughs> the trap is that the mouse gets uh, uh, cornered within a sort of... <laughs> within some sort of uh, cage. Mm. <laughs> and then the engine of a train just rams in, <laughs> smashes the bits. You know, um, uh, the uh, the Harry Potter plays. I think by now it should be fairly clear that I'm unfamiliar with theatre. <laughs> okay, well I am. You know the Harry Potter yeah, plays. Yeah. Um, the end of that. A spoiler alert for anyone going to see it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the end the of the basilisk that. actually in the second <laughs> one is a, is a train. Have you ever seen Chicago? No, I haven't, no. Mainly about the train network. Um, have you ever seen The Lion King? <laughs> okay. Um, it's about a, uh, a sort of a lion cub. Yeah. Who's... Uh, who's oh, no, I have seen that, actually. Yeah. See, it's, it's set around um, Clapham Junction. Yeah. There's a cliff <laughs> above Clapham Junction. And, uh, yeah. and the lion cub's uh, uncle pops his... Pops his dad down, yeah. and then the uh, and the the six fifteen from uh, from <laughs> Reading from Reading absolutely ices that cunt. <laughs> After which, mm. yeah, I was on a journey of discovery. Have Have you ever seen Wicked? So Wicked is really interesting because it, it's it's a prequel to the the Wizard of Oz, right? And it's about um, the uh, the Wicked Witch of the, the West. Um, and uh, sort of <laughs> her sort of uh, journey to become the person that she is, and it gives a lot of sort of empathy yeah. for that character. Um, and um, it's a really interesting setup for the Wizard of Oz, and you look at her differently when you watch the Wizard of Oz, sure. particularly the end where she gets hit by a train. Have you ever seen uh, Les Miserables? No, what happens in Les Miserables? Well, uh, these cunts erect some barricades. Oh, right. <laughs> but unfortunately, they've done it on a train line. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the TGV bashes through. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's the end of the Paris Commune. Have you ever seen Mamma Mia? Yes, mad how they get the train on the islands. It's amazing, isn't it? It's amazing. You would have thought that before the through. Yeah. Have you ever seen the stage production of Beauty and the Beast? So a woman gets imprisoned in a palace by a train. <laughs> and she sort of has to sort of uh, find the uh, the better half of the train. Buffet car. Mm. Have you ever seen Rent? No. <laughs> Tro gets AIDS. Okay. <laughs> Have you ever seen um, uh, Mary Poppins? No. Um, when it's it's about a, a man who hires a nanny. Mm. And uh, and the nanny comes in, and she's very stern, very strict. Yeah. Um, but uh, appears to have magical powers, and the children are intrigued by her. And she, for example, in one scene, uh, she starts getting things out of a bag, 
And she sort of takes an umbrella out of her yeah. bag and they go, that, that umbrella is way too big to take on that tiny bag. Yeah. And then she takes, you know, an extremely long walking stick out of her bag. Yeah. And they go, that walking stick's yeah. way too long yeah. to take out the bag. I'm trying to remember this scene, I think. Yeah. And then a train fucking <laughs> blows out of the bag straight through the kids. Uh, and then after which it takes a great deal more than a spoonful of sugar to... Yeah. Uh, Bring them back to life. <laughs> yeah. Have Have you ever seen Annie? No. This shit. <laughs> have you ever seen Cabaret? I'm so hot. <laughs> I'm so incredibly hot, Alexander. Yeah, I, I really need this to end. Yeah, I know. Uh, when you were very young, Andy, did you watch the Teletubbies? I did. Um, I was too old for the Teletubbies when they initially came out, but my mother was a childminder, so um, they were on, because um, mm. after a certain point, as much as you might want to keep um, children in the 90s stimulated with, um, you know, blocks, wooden yeah. toys, after a certain point, if you've got to prepare their lunch, it becomes impossible. Mm. So you've got to put the telly on. Yeah. And the telly in 1996... 1997, let me tell you, I was displaying the Teletubbies. Yeah. So we put that on, and um, me and my dad, at that time I would have been, what, seven, eight? Mm. Me and dad, you know, we had an understanding. We went, this stuff's for babies. Yes. This stuff's for fucking babies. Who likes this shit? Wimps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So me and dad, we'd take the piss out of it together. We'd be like, what's this Teletubbies crap? Yeah. Then we'd go down to the seafront. Right. And he'd brought me a fisherman's catapult. Oh. And uh, we'd find some cans. Yes. We'd array them on a on a groin. Right. We'd shoot stones at them. Right. Whilst mocking the Teletubbies. That's a wonderful childhood memory of bonding with your father. Yeah, one of many few. Um, <laughs> uh, and now that I think about it... Mm. Doesn't really gel with the Teletubbies in any way whatsoever. How do you mean it doesn't gel with them? Well, I mean they're not really the inciting uh, <laughs> factor there. Well, I'm just using the Teletubbies as a springboard to learn more about you, Andy. That's sure, all. and I think I've revealed more than I meant to. Uh, I think on the Teletubbies they should have done an episode where the show in the Teletubbies stomach was the Teletubbies. And then that would fuck up. And then the show in, in inside that Teletubby, one of the Teletubbies, the show inside that Teletubby mm. should have been the Teletubbies. Have you read? Um, and it d- keeps going and keeps David going. David Foster Wallace's Infinite Jest, in which uh, uh, people become catatonic on account of the ultimate entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> Is it what I've just described? Well, I think maybe. Yeah, I've never read it in full, right? Because it's uh, yeah, it's. It's um, problematic to admit that you've read Infinite Jest in full because that's a real red flag in terms of literatures. Oh, is it one of those books? That, yeah, yeah, I know yeah, that David yeah, Foster yeah, Wallace yeah. is one of those kind of, yeah, oh, you read a lot of that. You mustn't, you mustn't. I've, I've read every single Thomas Pynchon book, but nobody's come for him yet because he's not popular enough. Um, yes, we sort of need to stop doing this with assigning a broad personality type to everybody who enjoys the work of a particular author is not necessarily a reasonable way to engage with anything. Get on your soapbox, are you? <laughs> yes. Um, I've met one of the Teletubbies. 
Dave Thompson. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And the guy who invented it was from Limminge, uh, which yeah. is a village just uh, very close to Folkestone, where I'm from. Yeah, it's got a kind he of... He also invented In the Night Garden. The aesthetics of both In the Night Garden and the Teletubbies yeah. are sort of the Kent countryside, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Everybody loves it. With a sort of sentient hoover beneath the surface. We were always worried about that. At school, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes, you know, they'd say Hmm. school has to shut today because there has been a leak at a nearby gas plant. (laughs) Right. Ultimately, you'd know. You'd know that. No news out. No news out. Yeah. Yeah. You've heard about it. There's whispers. Whispers. On the grapevine. And then. When night fell, Nunu would pick off those foolish enough to go to the edge of the village. We were all foolish enough to go to the graveyard because that was where we used to drink Mm. as teens. Nunu would be waiting for you. Yeah. (laughs) Suck you all off. (laughs) Our guests. (laughs) We We haven't touched mariachi bands. Okay. Or, or King Herod, to let's, be fair. Let's do that now. Andy? Yes? Have you ever been in a mariachi band? No. Me neither. Right. Our guests today. <laughs> Our guests today. Our guests today have never orchestrated the death of the firstborns. And more credit to them for that. They are Ahir Shah and... Lulu Popplewell. Both fantastic comedians. Both fantastic comedians. You can find Ahir Shah on Twitter at at Ahir Shah. And you can find Lulu Popplewell on Twitter at at Lulu underscore Popplewell. And Lulu Bird Popplewell on Instagram. Follow them both on all those mediums. And go and see the shows they put on. Please. For goodness sake. For goodness sake. Get your eyes on them. Yes. Pop your bodies in front of them. Mm. Please. My good friends, illustrate the images that we are provoking in front of your eyes via the auditory media. Yes, if you would like to draw anything that anybody says in any of the experiments, please do, and send it to us via our email address and our social media. I hear Shah. Hello. And Lulu Popplewell. Hi. Thank you very much for agreeing to explain a few things to us today. Mm, not at all. Our pleasure. Thank you so much, genuinely, really. Um, in the time that uh, myself and Andy have existed, uh, we have come to know something of the following three things. Um, we've got a working idea of what a mariachi band is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We are familiar with King Herod. <laughs> yep. And we sort of know what Teletubbies are. Okay. Right. So that's what we have an understanding of. Mm-hmm. Um, Lulu. Hey. Hi there. Um, Happy is... birthday for yesterday. What's a birthday? Uh, the day you were created. So, um, like, you know how Herod goes after the babies? The, it's the day the babies come out. Come out of what? Uh, um, of, of 
Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, well, wait, wait, we're not playing yet, are we? Well, don't get ahead of yourself. <laughs> okay, I, just wanted, I was just doing niceties. We're not playing at anything. We're desperate, really, to know about all of this stuff. Mm. So anything is I feel as though this conversation will, at some stage, Lulu, involve one of us using the phrase, because I said so, that's yeah, why. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you're entitled to use any phrase uh, that you want. Um, Lulu, um, we really want to know um, some more about uh, different people that exist. Mm-hmm. Uh, bearing in mind what myself and Andy understand, uh, in three minutes, can you tell me who Gandhi is? Your time starting now. Okay, so you know in the Teletubbies, mm. there's um, the sun is is like the kind of benevolent, kind one. So Gandhi was a pretty benevolent, kind person. Okay, that's that's the that's the vibe. Gandhi's like the sun in the Teletubbies. A little bit, yeah, a little. He's got the qualities of like, but not forget. Wait one sec. Um, Did he look like a baby? Uh, maybe he's sort of well, a, a beard. Yeah, there's hairless. So um, uh, hairless. Yeah. Okay, um, so Gandhi was um, benevolent and hairless. Yes, um, and he he led people in the same way that Herod led people in the <laughs> in that they were in that they were both so, leaders so, so, in that they so, were both leaders, but of very different kind of ilk and persuasion. Um, um, what's ilk? Well, I thought you had a most. Um, mastery of the English I don't language. know. Okay, um, like mastery is a very big word to use. What's, um, what's an ilk? And I don't I even know what I it means. Tell if this is a, the part of the bit, or whether you, Alexander Bennett, don't know these words. Um, uh, okay, I've, what were the other things? Telly Tubby's Herod and Mariachi Band. I think the Mariachi Band is fuck all use in this. In this. Um, okay, so, okay. So, so so Gandhi's not like a Mariachi Band, but he is like the babies. Son, he's the baby the son, and he's a leader. A benevolent, a Herod. benevolent, a benevolent Herod. So he was kind a, Herod. He was a nice Herod. Yes, but he, um, what he he was very cross. Um, at, Gandhi, yes, yes, Gandhi. Gandhi was very cross at people, um, and you know about people because the mariachi bands are people, um, who, sure. um, <laughs> uh, who were trying to oppress him. Now, um, and Herod was an oppressor, so he was like the opposite of Herod. So he was like Herod, but the opposite. Yeah, but of the opposite. Herod. Yeah, he had the leadership qualities of Herod. But he, but he was more the, about the attitude. Throwing, yeah, more about like letting people free rather than controlling them. And and he didn't, he didn't want to kill the babies. He wanted to stand up. Now, how do I explain the British Empire? What uh, is the British yeah, Empire? Um, he. Um, You've got 50 seconds. Oh, Christ. Um, Who's that? Uh, oh, well, you know, Herod. <laughs> we, don't, we don't have time. Okay. Um, uh, so he... Um, so Gandhi is... So, pe- so like, who is the nemesis of the Teletubbies? The so, nemesis like, so you know, of the Teletubbies. You know how, like, the, the, the Hoover... Like the yeah, Hoover? so Nunu, the Hoover, right? Yes. Is, is trying to eat all the tubby custard and steal it from the Teletubbies. I, I think uh, Nunu the Hoover is more a sort of uh, a, a, a appliance. I don't think mm. he steals the tubby custard. I think when there's too much of it, he gets rid of it. Yeah, he gets um, involved, certainly. Okay. Oh, who's who's the bad guy in the Teletubbies? Who's the real villain of the Teletubbies? Do the Teletubbies enjoy it? You know, sometimes it, the TV comes on. They, well, tubbies. they request it happen again. So I think they probably have enjoyed the experience. Okay. Well, Time's the op- up. Time's up, Lily. Okay. Thank you very Thank much you. indeed. <laughs> so uh, in three minutes, uh, you've told us uh, that Gandhi uh, is sort of like a kind, hairless King Herod, uh, not yeah. dissimilar to the sun in the Teletubbies. Also, can I just say, as as a British Indian man, 
you giving that question to Lulu really makes me look forward to what white stuff I'm going to yeah, get yeah, questioned yeah. on. <laughs> I really, I really felt that as well. Next Coming on up. my right, I really felt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. We're very appreciative of all the information. Okay. <laughs> um, um, ah, here. Hmm. Would you be able to explain to me in three minutes who or what Father Christmas is or was? Your okay. time starts now. So, uh, as we were discussing, uh, oh, as Lulu was discussing, uh, you remember hearing about birthdays, right? The date when, when babies first come into the world. When we come out when, of something. When, when, we, when we first come out of something. Mm. Right. Now, there was once, so it said, a particularly special baby. Okay. And that baby was the one you may remember that King Herod did not like the idea of that baby at all. That was the one that he was after. Hated it. Hated right? it. Right. But the baby did not die at that point. Spoiler alert, did die later. But, or did he? Right. Do you want to take this one or shall I? Um, uh, why don't you? What's die? <laughs> Uh, die is irrelevant for the purposes of what I'm about to say. Uh, it's, I'll, I'll explain to you what Father Christmas is, and then if we have time, uh, we'll move on to death. Okay. Uh, you know? <laughs> so, uh, so the birthday of the special baby. Yes. Right? That's a day called Christmas. Okay. And so... And that's when the special year, baby comes out of something. No, it's just you celebrate the birthday every time it comes around. There's something okay. called uh, year... Okay. Right. Um, and once every year, mm-hmm. they we celebrate the birthday of the special baby. Okay. Right. And we give each other gifts or something you might like. You know, like you might you might like. What like? Well, like imagine imagine if you were in a mariachi band. Yes. And you didn't have a guitar. Why would I be in a mariachi band if I didn't own? An well, instrument? exactly. You'd be so sad. You wouldn't be able to. Jo- you want to join in, but you can't join in, right? But yeah. then imagine I was like. Here, I'll give you this guitar. And then you're like, oh, I'm so happy. I really wanted that guitar. And now I can join the mariachi band. That's a gift. So right. so once every year, whatever that is, mm-hmm. um, uh, people give other people um, instruments so that they might join mariachi bands. Sort of, yeah. Mm. Is this why Herod wanted to kill the baby? No. No, that's not precisely why Herod wanted to kill the baby though i think if herod had been adequately acquainted with mariachi it may have added motive okay right uh and so father christmas father is... christmas is a sort of person like you or me mm-hmm. uh who but he, do- he doesn't really exist but we tell ba- right when babies get slightly bigger they turn into something called children okay right and How we, much bigger do they get? Um, like maybe like two x, four x. You know, like that's the sort of thing. Like how <laughs> how wide are we talking for a child? Uh, wide. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. I've, someone's been doing the cabinets today. <laughs> I'm just thinking in terms of width. Um, so uh, when they t- when the babies turn into children, they love to Thanks get gifts very much. Yeah. Thanks, <laughs> Thank you, Ahir. Um, Andy, would you like to sum up what's been said there? Yeah, sure. So um, Father Christmas is a, a, a person who um, wanted to kill the special baby, um, which um, 
No, I've got mixed up there. Yeah, that's Herod. That Herod wanted to kill the special, special baby. baby, but Father yeah. Christmas is a person who gives gifts gives on the gifts birthday of the special baby on that Herod wanted to kill. Special baby's birthday, yeah, and he doesn't exist, mm. and Fantastic. has some um, uh, relation to the widening process of children. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ahir. Myself and Andy would like to know more about different places in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, Lulu, uh, in three minutes, can you tell me, bearing in mind everything that we've learned so far, what IKEA is? Your time starts now. Okay, so uh, when people want to get things, we're aware of people and things at this point. Mm. Things are just any objects. Yeah. yeah. Um, they. So this is not via the process of them being gifted by no, Father Christmas. No, no, they have to. They have to pay money. What's which, money? Okay, so you know when the kings um, bring a gift to gifts to baby Jesus, which no, I feel like no, no, special baby. no special baby. So you only know about Herod up to the point. You don't know that Herod. You don't know the nativity story. What's the nativity story? Okay, we will abandon that because it's not pertinent. But um, okay, uh, what is pertinent? Uh, don't worry about it. Uh, we, <laughs> what's worry? Just um, <laughs> what I'm feeling right now. <laughs> I'm trying to explain this. What's, I've actually, a, I've what's a feeling? I've actually forgotten what IKEA. Okay, so yeah, IKEA, IKEA yeah. is um, it's, it's a big place where mm. people can get things, mm. lots of things that they put in their house. So you know where the Teletubbies spend their time, yes. that kind of underground mm-hmm. thing. That's mm. their house. Okay, it's the place where they live. That's and their house. Yeah, and they, they so people have houses. They look different to the Teletubbies one, but it's where they spend all their time living. And they want to put... How do they look different to the Teletubbies house? Um, They might be a different shape. So they might be squares like the Teletubbies have on their um, stomachs, but in uh, but three-dimensional, which I can't explain. A three-dimensional um, square. Yes. Okay. Um, what a, what's dimensional? Um, it goes outwards and upwards. Like a kid gets outwards. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Like a wide child. <laughs> like a wide child. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Okay. And um, they, uh, they want to put things in the house to make the house easier to live in. So they go to this big place called Ikea. And Ikea is the place where you can um, give uh, special coins. Okay. Like you'd give to a mariachi band. Like you'd give to a mariachi band. Okay. And I I think one of the Teletubbies has a purse. Okay. Thank you so much for helping me. Yes. Um, Yes. You you give those in exchange for, in return for... um, just cr- flimsy pieces of crap that you try to build yourself what at is, home. What is crap? Um, in this context, it's I'm using it to mean something that's not very good, that doesn't work very well. So, for example, the Hoover doesn't work. I keep going back to the Teletubbies, but the Hoover doesn't work very well because mm-hmm. it doesn't actually Hoover things up much, does it? So, uh, it's about how it functions, how it works. Lulu, you said that uh, bringing things into a house. Um, that it may or may not be like the Teletubbies house uh, makes it easier to live mm. in. How does things make something easier to live in? Um, so, for example, if you want to go to sleep, so when they do their tubby bye-byes and the yes, sun goes down, yes, you want to do yeah. that, you want to do it somewhere comfortable. Mm. So they, you might buy what's called a bed. When Gandhi goes down over the hill. Mm. Yes, when the big <laughs> when the big yellow Gandhi in the sky goes down over the hill. Yeah. <laughs> Um, or you might want to put somewhere to keep your bowls for the tubby custard or your um, Thank you. your guitar Thank for you, your mariachi. Thank, Thank you so you, much. Lily. So um, in three minutes, uh, you've told us that IKEA 
is a big place you go to get things that make your house easier to live in. We've also explored the concept of a house, uh, which I found useful. Wide mm. like a child. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, and and avoided explaining a lot of other topics, which I was very interested in, but hopefully we'll come to those later. Yeah. May pick you up on some of those going forward. Ah, here. Mm. Would you be able to explain to me uh, what a ghost train is? In three minutes, starting now. Okay. Uh, a ghost train. So... Right. You know, so in a mariachi band, you know how uh, the mariachi bands will often uh, hop from uh, boat to boat on the canals of Xochimilco? Uh, yes, right? we are familiar with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. And um, the canals, obviously, that's like, a, that's wet, it's water, right? But you, the boats are moving, you know, people get in the boats and the, the people in the mariachi band and the boats are moving, right? So a train is sort of like a boat. Right, mm-hmm. but instead of being on top of the, the water, canals. which you can't stand on, it's on ground, which you can stand on. Right now, so okay, so imagine that like dry boat going forward with the mariachi band. Right, mm-hmm. imagine everyone in the mariachi band was dead, but you could still see them. Um, you are going to have to uh, sort of take us through what dead is. Oh uh, yeah, I did. I did mention dead earlier, yeah. and I did. Okay, so um, in this context, dead is sort of the thing that. Yeah, what's, sorry. What's context? Yeah. Um, so, in terms of what we're talking about right now, uh, the best way to explain dead would probably be. Do you remember before you were a clone? Before you were cloned? Before you came up? Uh, no, we don't no. remember before well, it. Exactly. So that's sort of what. De- so at that point, what you were mm. was dead. Okay. okay. So we're post dead now. Yeah. And also pre dead. I, I don't know why you're looking to me for help. I, I cannot help you. <laughs> we're, we're post and pre dead. Mm. Well, I suppose you're not. Well, you're not really post dead. We're occupying the space between deaths. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think so. And actually, that, um, in a way, is, I suppose, reminiscent of Hindu philosophy. In, uh, what is Hindu we, we, philosophy? That's uh, what, um, what the big uh, <laughs> tele- with what the big baby in the sky who so much saved India. Uh, it's what he believed in. It's okay. sort of why he did. We didn't okay. even get to India. Oh, right. Yeah, we didn't get to India. <laughs> right. okay. okay, so 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 that, that that's useful. So so Gandhi, who's a, a, a hairless sun baby, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, he he believed in Hindu philosophy, and that's why he was sort of the opposite of King Herod. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's actually, I mean, it's not the worst explanation in the world. I think. Hmm. Um. So okay. So we've got the train part. That's like a boat, but. In the dry land. It's a boat on dry land. Yeah. And the ghosts, they are things that scare you. It's like, it's like, imagine something that's not, not very nice. King Herod. Like King Herod. Yes, exactly. But sometimes like if you're sort of expecting it, then the shock can be a bit all right, right? You're like, oh, King Herod. But I secretly, I knew that he was. It's a Herod that you'd enjoy seeing. Yeah, a Herod that you'd enjoy seeing. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, Andy, so, I, I I really enjoyed that. I think there's yeah, no, I think there's a lot um, a lot of useful info in there that I'm very much looking forward to putting putting um, into practice in my life. Mm. Um, 
So you've explained to me that ghost trains are a form of boat that operates on dry land and is full of a dead mariachi band. (laughs) And death is uh, a state that uh, bookends one's life. (laughs) You are dead. You become alive and then you are dead again, uh, which is um, presumably. Key... I'm sorry to interrupt, Andy. That's absolutely fine. Uh, presumably, uh, you are dead and then you come out of something. Yes, and are a baby. yes, you emerge from. Th- I don't know if you go back into something in order to become <laughs> dead again. That is not something that's been covered. But um, you, you, you come out of something, and as you come out of something, you cease being dead. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, this was all a key facet of Hindu philosophy, which, uh, which motivated. Uh, the sun baby Gandhi to <laughs> become the opposite of Herod. And incidentally, something that takes place on a ghost train is a Herod you enjoy <laughs> appears. Thank you, I hear. That's very useful information. One area of life that uh, fascinates myself and Andy is the world of creativity and the world of art. Lulu. Uh, in three minutes, uh, could you explain to me what the Mission Impossible movies are? Oh, I haven't seen them. Your time starts now. Okay. So, the Mission Impossible movies mm. are... Are you aware of movies? No. So, you know, on again, on the Teletubbies tummies, that, nah. that sometimes things come on and appear... On yeah. the screens, yeah. movies are long versions of that. Okay, with, with so you'd watch the Mission Impossible movies on a telly. No, the, the, it's like the screen is taken out of the tummy, not not Does directly. That hurt the tummy? <laughs> <laughs> imagine, imagine the screen separately from the tummy. Okay, okay. It's but the tum- the tummy remains in the telly tummy. What, what happens to the telly tummy when it has the, so the telly removed? It's it's not removed. It's like a it's like another one of it, but bigger, very wide, like a child. Okay. Um, <laughs> how does this? How is that created? Is it grown? Is it grown? Uh, <laughs> no. You can buy them in IKEA. Um, uh, you can buy the big screens in IKEA. Um, Once you take the the screen out of a Teletubby, yeah. What does the inside of it look like? Um, uh, it's just dust. Uh, which is dust. Uh, dust and sand, which but, is you know King Herod where he lived in the desert on the floor. It's just that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. so Teletubbies are full of sand. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but we need to talk about Mission Impossible. Yes. Okay. So um, a mission. I'm guessing you don't know what that is. No. Um, it's um, it's when you have something you really want to do. So Herod's mission was to kill the little baby. Okay. Mm. That the the Teletubbies' mission is whatever the sun tells them is yeah. going on that day. Mariachi right. band's mission is to play lovely songs on their guitar and make money for it. Okay. It's your. Okay. It's what you want to get done. Yeah. Um. If something's impossible, it means you can't do it. Okay. In theory. Given in- that. Herod did not succeed in killing the special baby mm. that he wanted to kill. Is that featured in one of these films as an impossible uh, mission? Y- yes. Yeah, well, I, I, uh, it's okay. no, no. But you could say that he had his own sort of mission impossible. Mm, mm. Um, but the films, and, and he too had religious beliefs that many others scorned. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I don't, I don't so, know the films. So, 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 oh yeah, oh yeah. So there's a very little man, um. In it. How big compared yeah. to a baby of varying size? Um, probably about the same size as you. 
um, but small, but actually smaller. Right. Um, okay. So what width are we talking about? <laughs> um, the width. One baby. Two <laughs> As many as you like, really. As um, many as you like. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So That's he, the beauty he of does movies. he does the width of Tom Cruise depend upon the perception of whoever is perceiving him? What what's? Um, it's as many babies big as you like. It depends how big the screen is. The the thing that you get from IKEA that looks like the tummy of of it. So it all kind of comes and and there's guns. Which, Thank you. Um, Thank you. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> I think there's guns. Okay. Yeah. What's my time? I don't know. Uh, so, Lulu, in, in, in three minutes, uh, you've told us that the Mission Impossible movies are things that you can watch on removed Teletubbies' stomachs, which are stored in Ikea, and uh, they contain a, a sort of... A, a, little, f- a little man. A little man who fluctuates in size, <laughs> depending yeah. on the viewer's feelings. <laughs> and There are guns, but we haven't dug into what those are yet. There are guns, uh, and uh, in some way, because mission is something that you want to do and impossible is not being able to achieve it, the man of fluctuating size, similarly to King Herod, fails to kill a baby. I mean, if that's what you've taken from it, I, yeah. I can't that is what Thank we've, you, we, yeah. what we've taken. Thank you. I mean, to be fair, say what you will about Tom Cruise. I don't think he's ever killed a baby, so I think that that's we the, can't know for sure. <laughs> <laughs> we, just, we just can't know. <laughs> Thank you, Lily. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Ah, here. Would you be able to tell me in three minutes uh, what of mice and men is... Your time... Starts now. 
Right. Okay. So, uh, of mice and ma- well, okay. There's there's a there's a phrase. What what is the phrase? Uh, what is the best it? Laid, the best laid plans of mice and ma- right? Okay. There's there's a phrase, uh, a famous saying, a thing that you might say. Um, yeah. got, that's called uh, the best laid plans of mice and men often go awry. So like and that basically means the same as Mission Impossible. <laughs> Right. Uh, or, <laughs> so something you want to achieve that you don't. Yeah, achieve. yeah. You think, and you know, and you re- also, and you really think you're going to be able to achieve it, but you can't. You can't. So the best laid plans of mice and men often go awry means the same as Mission Impossible. So yeah, yeah basically yes. Um, but uh, of mice and men is also the name of a story, mm-hmm. um, which is uh, basically someone. Imagines something that didn't really happen, like um, Father Christmas. But like Father Christmas, but to tell other people about it, and it's a story that's set in a place as dusty as the stomach of a Teletubby when the uh, when the television's taken out. Okay, so it's set inside a Teletubby. Yeah, it's set inside a Teletubby, and it's so dusty in there that there's two there's uh, two men, mm. and uh, there are no mice. Weirdly, no mice. What are mice? Whatsoever. They're small things, e- even smaller than a baby. Okay. E- even smaller than a baby. What yeah. size are the men? The men are sort of... <laughs> so one is bigger than the other. Okay. okay. One is quite a lot bigger than the so other. So we've got mouse, mm-hmm. baby, child, man one... Man two, and at some point along that scale, we also have Tom Cruise. <laughs> yes, Tom Tom Cruise occupies many points on yes. this. Yeah. <laughs> it's quantum. Um, we'll don't on, ask me. Don't, we'll get, don't ask me. we'll get on to that later. So, of mice and men mm-hmm. is a story about two men, one two. of whom is larger than the other. Yes. Uh, what do they do? So they are trying to uh, get money the thing that you use to buy things from ikea tubby custard yeah they're trying to get that uh, but it's very very hard because the place that they live is just full of dust and things mm-hmm. uh right and the the smaller man knows a lot of things right. and the larger man doesn't really know many things at all and that makes things quite difficult for them okay. but they're best friends like the two of you sort of together you've assumed a relationship there <laughs> What are our best friends? Yeah, I would love to explore. Anything yeah. you'd like to sum up in six seconds? What are our best friends? That's what um, Carl and Lenny, who are the two men in of mice and men, are. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Is that what they're called? Carl and Lenny. <laughs> Carl and Lenny. <laughs> that is not what they're called. That's the fucking Simpsons, guys. <laughs> what are they called in fucking... <laughs> one of them is called Lenny. I know that one. <laughs> Carl and Lenny are also best friends, though. Carl and Lenny are best friends. Lenny and... We didn't do it, Mice and Men. We did... Um... Um, Andy, could you sum up what's <laughs> been said there? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I'm so impressed you didn't go for any, like... Because uh, I couldn't do the British Empire. I thought you really skirted around some difficult issues there. Um, so, Of Mice and Men is a story, which is something which is made up uh, like Father Christmas, about an impossible mission, uh, which is getting money in an extremely dusty place. 
There are two men who are of differing sizes, um, one of them larger than the other. He knows very little. The smaller man knows a lot. Um, th- their names are <laughs> Carl and Carl Lenny. And Lenny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's, at some point during the sort of uh, their relationship, uh, the, 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 both the size and the knowledge differential between them causes problems. Yes. Thank you. There are no mice. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Um, We are keen to know about things that happened before myself and Andy happened. Mm. Um, Lulu, in three minutes, can you tell me what the Great Fire of London was? Your time starting now. Yes, I can. So, uh, in... Uh, the year 1666, so remember I was talking about years, there periods of time that come around when you celebrate birthdays, at the the 1,666 one after the baby Jesus. In special baby. Special baby that Herod tried to kill. There was a big problem in London. <laughs> <laughs> was that problem how many mariachi bands existed after that many gift givings. (laughs) No, weirdly, that sort of resolved itself independently. Resolved itself. How did it resolve Um, itself? It's not, you know what, I'll tell you if we have time later. But what I want to tell you about now is is the Great Fire of London. Okay. So it was was that year and um, people were living in houses made, remember houses wide? Mm. Yes. What shape? Um, uh, They were the the box, uh, what did I say before? Three-dimensional you, square. Said, you, you said yeah. a square that was square. fat like a child. Yes, yeah, square that was fat like a child. <laughs> um, but the important thing was they were all made of wood. Now, mm. guitars are made of wood that the mariachi bands play. So, so that, that material. Guitars. So Yeah, so yeah. they weren't made of guitars, but they were made of the stuff you, you build guitars with. What stuff do you build guitars with? It's called wood. Okay. okay and it's important because that's what the big 3D wide like a baby houses were made of. Mm. So someone was, was making food. So food is like tubby custard. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, so was the was it the machine that? No, it wasn't. It was a person this time. Um, okay. Uh, not Tom Cruise, just just a person, and they. The the the, the machine that feeds yeah. the uh, Teletubbies tubby custard. It's not Tom Cruise, and it produces it from a sort of valve. Yeah. From I'm impressed that you know the word valve. From um, from well, what we've seen it. We've seen it on the Teletubbies. What? No, they use the word though. What? We understood that it was a valve. We understood it was a valve. What did the person produce the custard from? Um, They produced it. They produced it from flour. What's flour? Okay, flour grows in the fields, like the the bits of land under the sun in the Teletubbies. That it grows plants. You can make flour out of it, and that can make um, all kinds of food, like bread, which. People in mariachi bands eat, presumably. <laughs> okay, so they're, they're um, always eating but bread. But what's important <laughs> is to make the bread, you have to make it very hot. Hot is um, like uh, the sun in the chair. <laughs> Keep going back to the right. sun, but yeah. the sun is very hot. That's made of fire. Okay, okay. if you get too close to it, mm. th- that you get, you'll see that it's fire. They started yeah. making the bread with the fire. How do you see it's fire when you get close to it? Um, mm. uh, through... Um, believing in yourself yeah. and then you <laughs> this is also I would just say this is one of the main differences between the sun and Gandhi yeah is that Gandhi is not made of fire no. not made whereas of fire. the sun is um, anyway, thank you all the thank wood you, houses thank are you. <laughs> 
Thank That's you, what, my last ten seconds is so. Good for me. <laughs> sorry, sorry. So in 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 three minutes, you've explained to us that the Great Fire of London uh, was a, a, a big problem. Um, uh, many in the year sixteen. 1666 it was a big problem um that was caused by someone producing custard Mm. in a house made of guitars (laughs) (laughs) and they really believed in themselves yes therefore the house in order to make the fire yes the house got hot yes whatever that is (laughs) thank you Lily. Whatever how hot was, mm. Gandhi was not it. No. Ah, here. Mm-hmm. Please, in, in three minutes, I'm dying to know uh, ha- what the invention of penicillin was. Your time starts now. Right. <laughs> uh, who was, was penicillin... Who who was who was it who did that? Pasteur. Was it Pasteur? Yeah. I think it was Louis Pasteur. I don't know. No. So there was a man who we think is called Louis Pasteur. Man. Okay. Yeah. And <clears throat> he, you know how sometimes you might just put something put something down and like forget about it for a bit. You know, you you go about you're doing other things. And you've left something somewhere. You're like, oh, no, I meant to clean that up. But you forgot. Uh, Right? What's forgetting? Forgetting is uh, when you knew something, Mm -hmm. but you don't know it anymore. So in the way that we're learning information now, Mm -hmm. if we were to unlearn that information that would, you would, that would mean that you forget the information is forgetting a form of death <laughs> <laughs> I think in a beautiful sense yes because <laughs> there was with all of the information that myself and Andy have come to understand there was a state before we knew that information and if we can forget it that means that there is a post us understanding it state so mm. is the information dead before we understand it I think not all forgetting is death, but all death is forgetting. Nice. Does that help? Yeah. Okay. And that's the invention of penicillin. (laughs) (laughs) Anything you'd like to discuss in the remaining one minute and 12 seconds. So it's basically, he... He left this thing. He forgot about this thing. Louis, th- Louis Pasteur. Louis Theroux. Louis Pasteur. <laughs> yeah. Forgot about something and it died. Forgot about something. No, it, it didn't die. But it turned out that the thing, the thing that he forgot about just by leaving it there, mm. it was actually able to make other things dead, but stuff that you actually want to be dead. So uh, like the special baby. Yeah, yeah. So if uh, k- kind of sure. Oh, sorry, kind of sure. So basically, he left this stuff on its own, mm. and then realized, oh, it's turned into something that can make things that I don't like dead. Okay. <laughs> and the things that he didn't like were called bacteria. <laughs> Okay, what's right. bacteria? Yeah. See, it's just bad, st- bad, bad stuff that he doesn't like. <laughs> B- bad stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The things that 
Louis didn't like. So we understand that Herod is bad. Mm. <clears throat> Herod is an example of bad things, but not all bad things are Herod. Right. Thank you. Uh, Thank you there. Uh, Thank I you. think it was actually Alexander Fleming. Oh right, okay. So <laughs> Louis, sure Louis Pasteur, because I was I couldn't remember if he was the penicillin well, guy or the phone guy. Mm. Well, if you hold on for a second, um, I think Andy can sum up the information that you've given us there. Louis Pasteur put something down, <laughs> yeah, meaning that it became dead to him, but not <laughs> dead to itself, <laughs> and it then. I don't know if I've invented this word or if I'm using it correctly or wrongly. Begat other things. Uh, which were able to kill things that he didn't like. Yeah. Thank you, Ahir. Very useful. There are so many things to understand and learn about. Um, Lulu, in three minutes, could you tell me what a cigarette is? Oh, Your time starting now. Okay. So, you know, when I was talking about things growing out of the ground that they made food with. Yes. Um, you can also make, grow things out of the ground that you put into your body in different ways, not just eating. So, um, uh, who smokes in any of those three things? None. Okay, so um, they put something from the ground called the tobacco plant, um, okay. and they take it and they um, they kind of uh, mash it up. They mash it up. Yeah, they mash it up. Yeah, all all delicious. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they mash up a plant, all delicious. I've, I've, I've recently quit, and um, <laughs> and um, they put it in a little tube. Um, like you remember the valves? You're talking about valves, that yes, kind of shape. Yep. Um, okay. but, and then they put that in your mouth. You put a valve right. in your mouth. Yeah, and you take okay. some fire, like the sun. Yes. Um, and you put that at the other end of it. Right. And it catches on fire, like all the houses in the Great Fire of London. But it, but slowly. Oh, didn't even get to that. But wow. Um, um, <laughs> <laughs> oh no! So sorry. To did that, that make? Bomb. Did that make? Just jumping back a bit. Did that make London all delicious when <laughs> that happened? No, because it was the houses that. Burnt. It was the wood houses, not the delicious. But you said that mash. you said earlier that they they burnt partly because somebody was making food, so surely they would have become delicious. Ah, uh, well, the food the food is delicious up until the point that it gets too burnt, and then it's not anymore. And then the houses are separate from the food, right. so they get they just get so hot. Um, and like a and a cigarette goes in your mouth, and you then you you suck on it. You suck on it. Like a hoover, like the hoover does. In You, you suck on it like a hoover. Yeah, like the hoover in the Teletubbies. Uh-huh. And yeah. then um, smoke comes out of your mouth. What is smoke? Mm. What is smoke? Um, uh, how... Uh, um, when... Um, uh, <laughs> when King my... Herod... <laughs> yes. No, when Father Christmas... Yes, right. Um, visits down the chimney. Did we get to chimneys? What's a chimney? No, oh, we didn't for get to chimneys. Sake. Okay. Um, it's it's like a big. It's like air that's col- that's that's grey, like Father Christmas's beard. The colour of Father Christmas's beard. Okay, we've he's learnt, got a beard. We, we've learned so much in there. So 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 Father Christmas, who is someone who gives instruments to mariachi bands, yeah. he's he's got a beard, whatever that is, and it's grey, which is the same colour as a chimney. No, uh, 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 no, the smoke that smoke comes out of your is... mouth after you 
hoover suck on the on the delicious ground mash right makes <laughs> makes smoke which is gray color right it's, it's gray like, air yeah gray air gray air and it mm. and people, smashing thank and you thank you do it because thank okay <laughs> thank you um so uh, you've explained to us there lulu uh that smoking uh is taking a cigarette a cigarette sorry um, which is something that smoking happens with a cigarette is taking plants making them all delicious and mashed up mm. putting them in a valve in a, yeah and sucking on them until gray air comes out yeah that's pretty much it yeah thank you yeah thank you Lily. it's very useful now here yes please 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 can you explain to me what a dream catcher is in three minutes starting now Okay, a dream catcher is that's that's the thing that they put above, like people put above beds, right? And stuff like that. Right. Okay. Um. So, remember how Lulu was talking about if you want to sleep comfortably, then you get something called a bed from IKEA. Mm-hmm. So imagine, yes. yeah, imagine that you're in your bed uh-huh. and you're asleep. Have you have you been to sleep yet? No. 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 Okay. So. When you go to sleep, it's like uh, w- when you're sleeping, it's like in your mind, you imagine stories. You imagine right? stories. You imagine when stories sleeping. when right. you're sleeping. Stories uh, like Father Christmas. Stories like Father Christmas, stories like of mice and men. Hmm. They just, like, you know, you, 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 you imagine these things. Are the stories dead before you've imagined them? It's your round. I don't know why you're looking at me for help. <laughs> so, <laughs> be, be a teammate. So you <laughs> shut, you what, shut, is a, yeah. what is a mate? <laughs> you, you shut your eyes and you think about Lenny and Carl. Yeah, you shut your eyes, you think about Lenny and Carl, and <laughs> you dream about them. Um, so, so that's called a dream. The, the stories that you make up when you're asleep is called a dream. Okay. Right? Now, a dream catcher... Can you tell us another story that you'd make up when you were asleep? Yeah. Uh, so there can be one where all of the teeth, which are the little things in your face, fall out. Uh, there can be the one where you are flying, which is another thing that is different to a boat or a train, uh, but another way of moving. That one's in the air, not the ground or the okay. water. Okay. Yeah. In the air. Where, what? Where's the air? The air is just sort of all around us. It's the thing that turns grey when you smoke a cigarette. Okay. And you say that flying is like a, a boat or a train. Yeah. Do any good Herods, Herods jump out? Good Herods? Yeah. Good Herods. Oh, right. To yeah. frighten you. Yeah. No, no. There are there are a few. There aren't really ghost planes in the same way that there are ghost trains. What what do you, what do you think would happen if there were? <laughs> I think that after this, you and I are starting a business. <laughs> and, uh... So, so, so we we've got a rough idea of what dreams are. What mm-hmm. is a dream catcher? And then a dream catcher is another little object mm-hmm. that you can put above the bed when you are dreaming, and people say that that can catch the dreams. <laughs> And so you can 
see them again later. Thank you, Ahir. <laughs> <laughs> there was there was quite a lot to sort of yeah. process in the last sort of twenty yeah, seconds. There. Yeah, but I, I'll I'll sum up the, my understanding of a dream catcher as it is now is that it's something that you place above a bed, having got the bed from IKEA, and when you um, go to sleep. Uh, you start to make things up. You make up Lenny's, you make up Carl's. And if you have a dream catcher, then through some inscrutable mechanism, they become trapped in the dream catcher so that you can then Precisely. see them later. Precisely. Perhaps on the Teletubby's stomach. Yeah, is there a mechanism for, for yeah, transferring them it. from... Yeah. Okay. Wow, well, I look forward to... To that. Thank you, Ahir. We are fascinated by people, and we are fascinated by people's behaviour. Um, so we'd like to know more about the things people do. Um, Lulu, in three minutes, could you tell me what I would be doing if I went on a cruise ship? Your time starting now. Okay, so you remember the 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 water boats that I was talking about before that the Mariachi Band yeah Mariachi Band yes so cruise ship is a very big version of that um how big um uh as big as um you like (laughs) as as big as you like okay so so like Tom Cruise yeah their um, size fluctuates based on an individual's feeling towards it um and um you go they are the Tom Cruise of Mm. boats Oh, exactly that. You nailed it. Um, uh, and you people go on them mm. for fun, to have mm-hmm. a good time, okay. um, and uh, travel from place to place. Um, and you get things like music on, so like mariachi bands, right? But other kinds of mariachi bands as well. What are other kinds of mariachi bands? So you know, sometimes mariachi bands sing songs about La Cucaracha. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. There are other songs. Wow. What? <laughs> I'm sure also other ones that mariachi bands play, but what, I don't know any. What are these other songs? Well, they they have a different kind of rhythm, um, uh, which is how fast or slow something goes. Okay. Okay. Um, and people people go on these um, cruise ships to um, meet other people um, to play bingo. What's bingo? Okay. Mm. Um, bingo is where uh num numbers are on a piece of paper uh, is there paper in anything what are numbers uh, no mm. we've done numbers we haven't we oh god um numbers uh the numbers numbers are little squiggles you make on the paper okay little shapes and if you all your shapes get shouted by a man you get given a gift <laughs> like like a guitar to the so you band. become part of a mariachi yeah, band. Um, yeah, exactly. And so, and so people tend so to bingo, get caught. So bingo this... is another process by which people become members of mariachi yes, bands. Yes, absolutely. So you've got Christmas and Father Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one way of getting into a mariachi band. <laughs> yeah. And another way is bingo. Yes. Um, so you, you explained that in 1666 there were very few mariachi bands, but given the number of different <laughs> routes there are... To the creation of mariachi bands, I'm, I'm a real sticking point for me is how there aren't more now. I don't, I don't actually know when they started, um, but they, but they. It must have been before 1666. Yeah, 
Why must it have? Because every year, somebody is given a guitar. <laughs> <laughs> but not all guitars lead to mariachi bands. That's what I'm saying. There's other kinds of, of slow and fast music. La Cucaracha is one of many options. Okay, thank um, you very much. Thank you very much. Uh, Lulu, in that time you've explained that uh, going on a cruise ship uh, is where people go on boats to watch mariachi boats of fluctuating size boats of fluctuating size to watch mariachi bands of fluctuating speed and mm. potentially become if a man screams out their shapes <laughs> they get to join a mariachi band yeah thank you Lou that's excellent Smashing. thank you so much um I hear mm-hmm. please could you explain to me what cottaging is <laughs> the time starts now Okay, so um, this is so the night time. That's mm. when most people do sleep. You mm. know, in the in the beds from IKEA where they make up the stories. And is that where everything gets darker? Because I've, mm-hmm. se- I've yes. seen that on the telepod tubbies when 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 Gandhi disappears. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so during that time period, some people. Go, like to go to sleep okay but other people people like to do all sorts of things during that time of day okay uh right and another thing that people might like to do during that time of day is make new friends make new friends <laughs> yeah okay make new friends and there are all sorts of places where you can make new friends i think we already struggled with the concept of friendship well we, i think we understood that lenny and carl are friends <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So imagine Lenny and Carl didn't know one another before. Okay, so just imagine okay. this is a world in which they don't well, know Len- each other. One of Lenny or Carl knows very, very little, so I can imagine mm. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they didn't know each other. So at that point, their friendship was dead. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, so they didn't know each other at that point. Uh, but then they both meet at the same place one evening, and that could be a place called a park mm-hmm. uh which is that's the sort of place the green place like in the like in the teletubbies the green outside okay, okay. so lenny and carl will meet in a park which is like the place where the teletubbies are yeah yeah, yeah. in at the night time at the okay. night time at the night time lovely and then they will decide that they are such good friends right uh they, they meet each other and they're like you seem like a really great Stand up, fella, mm-hmm. uh, and they will give each other a very special type of hug. Okay, what makes the hug so special? The hug is special because it, for for both of them, it feels even more lovely than a normal hug might feel. <laughs> okay, um, that uh, that feeling lovely mm-hmm. um, is that the same as believing in yourself? Is I do think that you have to have a certain level of self belief to get into that sort of situation. I do, yeah. I think that that's uh, necessary. So yeah. I okay. So. so it enables you to see the sun more and, and feel the fire. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't want to be feeling the fire. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, what sort of <laughs> what what sort of uh, Lenny's and Carl's um, would uh, would meet in a park? They could be any sort of ladies and girls. What, what do you mean? What sort? Thank of you very much. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> very so, <well> <laughs> Andy, would you like to sum up what's been said? There? Absolutely. So, 
when it uh, night time arrives, it, that's when Gandhi goes away and it becomes dark. <laughs> Some people go to sleep and others like to go to the park, which is somewhere much like where the Teletubbies live. Um, I don't know whether this disturbs the Teletubbies or whether <laughs> don't mind. That wasn't explored. Um, anyway, they, they go there. A lot of Lennies and Carls go there, and they like to become friends with one another. Now, becoming friends with each other in this manner requires two things. It, it, it requires a lot of self-belief <laughs> and engaging in a special hug. That's, that's bang on. You've got okay. it. You've got it in one there. Brilliant. Thank you, Ahir. There's an area of human experience that myself and Andy find incredibly fascinating, uh, and that is the uh, the area of humour and jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, Lulu, um, I would like you to explain to me why the following joke is funny. Uh, and uh, these jokes are by someone called Rod- Rodney Dangerfield, whoever that is. <laughs> Um, so Lulu, the joke I would like you to explain is my psychiatrist told me I was crazy. I said I wanted a second opinion. He said, okay, you're ugly too. <laughs> Please explain to me why that's funny in three minutes starting now. Okay. So uh, a psychiatrist is someone who looks after the way people think, what their thoughts are. Um, what stories they make. Exactly. And whether their stories are real or made up too much like the ones in the in the tubby screen. Um, so the s- psychiatrist has said to a man, you're crazy, which means that your stories aren't really fitting in with reality, with what's actually happening. They're more like screen stories. And the ma- so, so, so a crazy person is someone who, ma- who, who tells themselves too many not real stories. That's one type of crazy. Okay. Um, it's, a, it's a broad church. <laughs> explain any other types? Um, uh, well, I care quite deeply about mental health awareness, so I think I, I won't at this juncture. <laughs> but, uh, but I will tell you why it's, why it's funny. So he says to him, he thinks it's crazy, and he says to his doctor, to the psychiatrist, I want a second opinion. That means I want some other information. And he's and meaning is joke, it, is an opinion information. It, it's it's information based on feelings. Information based on feelings. Yes, that's an opinion. Yes, in this context. In the it, yes, and and well done on the word context. Thank you. I picked um, that up from Mahia. Yeah. Earlier. Um. So so it's funny because he's saying I'd like someone else to to say what they their opinion is, mm-hmm. but here. It's it does something unexpected, and the opinion is you're ugly rather than a different doctor saying you're crazy or not. What is ugly? Um, well, ugly is also an opinion. Um, uh, it's something Tom, you're feeling. Tom Cruise. Mm. Some people think is ugly. Some people think is not ugly. Some people think Tom Cruise is ugly. His, his his size yeah. fluctuates on the basis of people's feeling. Yeah. yeah. So the more that people feel about Tom Cruise, does he get uglier and bigger, or does he get smaller and less it's ugly? It's purely a width thing. It's, it's purely yeah. a width thing. Um, so he, uh, he gets he gets wider. Yeah. With the, a certain with feeling. A, with a with a greater feeling of dislike. Okay. Um, How ugly would you have to think Tom Cruise <laughs> is to make him really small? Um. 
well, not at all. That that's that he's wide. He's wide on the ugly, and he's and he's slender on the. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, 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 Tom Cruise's ugliness has a direct correlation with his width. Yeah, it's not. It's to do with how far he's stretched out on the screen. It's ugly is about how people look and whether someone likes it or not when they see it. Okay. Do you find the joke funny now? Um, oh, I still don't understand uh, uh, what I. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Okay. It's hot in here, isn't it? Distill that one. <laughs> so, Lulu. <laughs> In t- three minutes, you've told me that the reason the following joke is funny, my psychiatrist told me I was crazy. I said I wanted a second opinion. He said, okay, you're ugly too. The reason that that's funny um, is uh, because a psychiatrist is someone who separates stories that are real from stories that are not real, and they have identified the person in this joke as having too many not real stories. And then that person has asked me, can you tell me something else that you're feeling? Uh, And what's funny about it is that that person has said that you're like the widest possible version of Tom Cruise. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Thank you, Lulu. Wow. I hear, please, can you explain to me why the following joke is funny um a girl phoned me the other day and said come on over there's nobody home i went over nobody was home (laughs) you've got three minutes starting now right so that's funny because so the person telling the joke was told to go to a house uh we know what this is yeah yeah Tubby Mound. Yeah, yeah. It <laughs> <laughs> was like uh, Tubby Mound. I've got a one-way ticket. Right. <laughs> it, was, it was very happy. So they were told to go to this. They were told to go to Tubby Mound, and they were told to go there by someone they liked. They liked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That they wanted to, and they thought that this person was saying, "Come to Tubby Mound," because they liked them as well. Special hugs. Right. And maybe there would be special hugs at Tubby Mound, mm-hmm. right? So this person believed, right, the story that they were telling themselves in their mind mm. was, if I go to Tubby Mound, a person who I like is going to be there. Right. She also likes me. Right. And maybe, the, uh, and there's no one else. And it would just be the two of us. The Teletubbies have been removed. The Teletubbies are out. They've gone out. Yeah. 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 They're near out. the, the um, wind turbine. Yeah. <laughs> is Nunu there? No, no, no. Okay. Do we N- believe Nunu, that no, no. Nunu counts as a person? Well, that's sort of what I was implying. Yeah. Was because mm. he's they said no body's home. Nunu is sentient, but I don't think uh, a, a, a person. Mm. Okay. <laughs> so they believed, you know, they thought that this was going to everything was going to be nice. They were going to go to this other house, and this person that they liked was going to be there. But instead. What they thought meant nobody other than me is home mm-hmm. actually meant nobody whatsoever is home. So not only did they not get to see this person that they liked, but 
There's no. They're just standing in a doorway. They're, they've not even got. There's no one. I can't even get into the mound to hang out with. <laughs> okay. Um. If um. How how it does the the teller of the joke f- feel about this? I think sad. Why is that funny? Uh. <laughs> so often. So th- there's a thing in the uh, the world that people like to get, uh, and that's called respect, right? Okay. It's when um, what pe- is respect? Respect is like when people think well of you and uh, you know treat you. They want to give you a special hug. They want not necessarily that well. Okay, but you know. Okay. But there's so, a sliding scale. Yeah, yeah. So, and there are some people in this world who don't get no respect, you know, <laughs> and they might say of themselves. I don't get no respect. They might even say it in that sort of accent. You <laughs> they, know? they will say, I don't get no respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, Andy, would you like to... Uh... <laughs> so there's, a, there's a really beautiful uh, bit of Norm MacDonald's book where he talks about like going to the comedy store to watch Rodney Dangerfield. He's like, everyone's laughing at this guy, but I'm thinking, my God, this is heartbreaking. This is This is a grown man, and... He never receives any respect. <laughs> it's like this is how he's spilling his heart to you guys. And you're laughing in the face of this man? Andy, could you please sum up what's been said there? Yeah, sure. Um, so in, in this joke, the, the teller of the joke um, has uh, received uh, a, a, some information from, from somebody who he likes and he is under the mistaken impression that if he goes to their tubby mound, he will receive a special hug. Nunu is not there. Nobody is there. Um, and when he arrives, not even the person who he was given to understand he would receive the special hug from is there. Uh, and that makes him sad. Uh, and s- sadness is something which uh, can provoke humour. Um, when it occurs to somebody who already doesn't get any respect. <laughs> Brilliant, thank you. Andy, at the end of all of that, who do you think has provided the most useful explanations? Well, I've got to say, Alexander, it's very hard. Um, but ultimately, given that um, Ahir's explanation of, of, of what transport is was extremely useful for understanding a lot of other things that we've, we've covered, and, um, and Lulu's explanation of uh, how Gandhi is, is the same as the sun uh, was also very handy, um, ultimately I think I will have to say that Ahir's explanations were probably more uh, helpful. Um, in this... I'm going to agree with you there, Andy. So, Are we friends now? Is the point of this bit just to make me feel bad? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I've turned up and done your fucking podcast. What's a podcast? <laughs> do, you, do you feel sad, Lulu? Uh, yes. Do you feel that feel you have like not been... I turned up to a tubby mound and no one's there to give me a special hug. You've not been okay. afforded any respect. Okay. <laughs> should, should we laugh? No, at this point I feel it would be a, a pathetic kind of condescension. Okay. Um, well, thank you very much for your explanations, Lily. Thank you so much. Yeah, go fuck yourself. And uh, is that a special hug? <laughs> exactly <laughs> that. Uh, I just want to administer it to oneself. <laughs> <laughs> and I hear, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Um, oh, thank oh, you. Oh, he Good. doesn't remember anymore. 
Ugh, gross. Oh, Goodbye. No. Oh, I quite like that one, actually. No. No. You have been listening to Born Yesterday, featuring Andy Barr and me, Alexander Bennett. I created the show, and Steve Pretty composed the music. If you've enjoyed the show, please tell people about it. Follow us on social media and leave us a five-star review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.